While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. You take the hour, I'm going to go. <laughs> so I do that to you often enough, Mark. So it'd be, that would be fair. But um, welcome to South Coast. And I'm Chris McCarthy, and Marcus is not leaving. He will be here as well. So, folks, um, we started the segment out with um, talking about the issues in the sheriff's race, only to find out Paul Haru has COVID. Okay, so obviously our prayers and thoughts go out to him. Um, that that's a tough road. It can be mm-hmm. anyway, um, but creates a major complication. So, uh, Marks and I have been working on sources. Um, there's a debate coming up on Friday, possibly. Uh, <laughs> Channel Twelve. Yeah. Ted Nisi, Tim White. You guys know them. They're both friends of the show. They're both here regularly. Um, it's on their show, Newsmakers. I believe. Yes, and it's going to be. Um, it was supposed to be in studio. Supposed to be an in studio televised debate. And boy, we were looking forward to it. I sure was. Really was, right? And I know you guys at home were as well. Because this was, there was supposed to originally be other tele, but this was it, right? There was a debate we did, which we know had great responses. So we know you guys want, want to have more. Um, and what we can tell now is they are shifting to a Zoom debate. Yep. The sheriff, I reached out to the sheriff asked him his response to me was i'm going to be in the studio like they agreed to what that means i'm not quite sure okay and i'll leave that for the guys at channel 12 to figure out okay and between the campaigns um it wouldn't surprise me for the to suddenly at the last minute to have a have a debate shift change spring um you know folks um when we had the uh, the sheriff's debate here, we had a, we had a minor change at the end, um, where we invited a television camera crew in here, yeah. and the, either one of the campaigns could have said no, yeah. they didn't. When we appreciate that for both of them, but it does change it a little bit. It does, right? Um, so either one of them could have said no, but to have such a radical change, yeah, it, it changed the whole format of the debate. I wonder if if I if I, <laughs> I'm like picturing a, <laughs> I'm picturing like a. Like there's a TV, and then like you put like a suit under it, like you hang a suit, <laughs> right, right behind the podium. Just hang a suit, and you put it behind the podium, and that's and that's Ball Hero, right? Like Max Hedrum, like Max Hedrum, yes, just Max Hedrum, right? exactly. Right. No, he Max, should act like Max Hedrum. I think it's an '80s reference, right? It is an '80s, 80s reference. Yeah, yeah. He used to be on David Letterman once. Yes. Anyway, so Tom's going to be in the studio, which is what they agreed to. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, we don't know what that exactly means. Will that be that they're going to have a split screen? Um, that's possible. Um, I mean, if I was Tom or, or, or Mayor Haru, I would think that I wanted to confront my opponent on television. Yeah. Because both of them are animated. 
Yes. One more than the other. Yes. But um, the lack of animation is yeah, both also of them, the story, Both too. of them have their presence, and they want to make it felt in the studio. Right. And there's a lot of nonverbal communication yeah. that goes on, um, which is why people like television, right? Um, and that is now potentially up in the air. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this means, Marcus. Yeah, I don't either. I'm uh, glad I'm not either Tim or Ted today. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been quite a it's been quite a mess for them, you know, especially they have this planned out. They have that great show Newsmakers on on Friday and right. I believe this was going to be their Newsmaker show. And you know, they and they did it for Fung and um Magaziner. And they had a great format. They did. And it so was, I was looking forward to that. It format. was at uh, it was and I was it was at PPAC too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I was looking forward to the podiums and, yeah, and, yeah. and seeing Tom. Because look, guys, there's a lot of tension between the two of them. Yes, there is. Right, Marcus? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there sure is. I think it would have been very interesting for people to see that play out on television. And then you still may get to. Yeah. I, I guess. I, I don't guess. Know. I don't know. Right. It's not going to play out the same on Zoom. No, I don't think so. But but I would assume that the Zoom, what they're anticipating is they're going to pipe the Zoom onto the television. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That was a little surly, Mark. I don't know. <laughs> like I know you don't know. You're asking pipe things out of this and that. I don't know, man. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> 508-996-0500. Good evening. Yes, if, they, if they're going to do a Zoom, I think that gives a supreme advantage uh, to Sheriff Hodgson. I, I got to figure that... that uh, uh, the mayor has to turn around and figure out a different way of being present in studio. Surrogate. Maybe with, yeah, with some type of separation. Uh, ask McBurney to go in and debate for him. Yes, you can ask both. But the, the only McDeal. problem with, with that, Tom, is that um, I think all the people in the who work there may be resistant to that. And just think of the techs and people like that, you know, who work behind the cameras. Um, they're well, they're I mean, all going to be it, there with with Haru. I I don't know how you do that. I just don't. I think you can. I, I think you can protect the the, the workers with, with with some of the format. But I don't think if he does it by Zoom, I, I think he's fifty percent down right off the bat. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that that's an interesting development. I did have a question on the uh, the report that came out of uh, the labor folks. How long did they have that report? Like when when did that case start? Two years ago, as I understand. Yeah. And they waited till now to release it? Yes. Well, they, so my experience, all right. Those do take a while. Yeah, we, we had we had some stuff, and it's not all the same, but we had some stuff that actually, we had stuff that started at MCAD before I, I got elected. I was just thinking yeah. I, I had an MCAD case, and it took yeah. me a long time. Before yeah. I even got elected, okay, yeah. we had stuff that come in, so... For, for- and, yeah, for people who don't know. Yeah, m- yeah, mass M- mass commission against, dim- against uh, discrimination. Uh, yeah, and um, we had stuff that was languishing there, and that stuff was added to it, so that decisions were coming out. There were there were literally. I actually was deposed in a case, Tom, that started. They asked me questions about 1969. Right? Wow. I had to point wow. out to them. You asked me my date of birth. You know when they when you started deposition, they asked you a date of birth. I said I said to the guy, I "Go 71, 1971." He goes, "What?" I go, "1971." He goes, "That's not my question." I go, "Yeah, that's my date of birth." <laughs> I go, "I don't know what happened in 67, right?" Yeah, right. You know, because I was sick of it at that point, right? And um, but the thing is, some of these things do languish. Everyone, they they especially if they investigate, like I think they did. Yeah, they got to go out and ask everybody and. Um, 
So I don't think that two years is unreasonable. But the well, timing, the is, timing is suspect. Yeah, the timing yeah. is suspect. The timing is suspect. The last one is uh, best flyer so far in all of the campaign races. What do you think? Um, so that's a good question. I would say the one that the mass GOP sent out only because it shocked me yeah. with Charlie Baker's picture. No, oh, okay. The other one. Charlie Baker's picture. I thought you were talking about the other one. No, where it said, Charlie Baker only trusts one person to be sheriff, Tom Hodgson, and then right, lists a whole yeah, bunch of Tom's accomplishments. The reason that I think it's the best one is that, as far as I knew, the Mass State Committee wasn't talking to Charlie Baker, right? Yeah, right. So the, um, the fact that they did a flyer um, it with mass distribution with Charlie Baker, big picture Charlie Baker, um, supporting Tom Hodgson. I happen to like it. It was a positive message. I, I think it was it. good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I, I liked I liked Tony Cabral's the best. If anybody was considering running against Tony Cabral after they saw his flyer, they, they would turn around and go home. I didn't see I that one. I didn't see. So, so Tom, that must have just picked, that went to Ward Five. I picked it up and uh, at the uh, YMCA when they had the uh, the home effort there with all the agencies showing up, and he had a booth there. Okay. And oh, okay. I picked it up and I went, "Wow!" Yeah, and he listed just about every. Every uh, effort that he made on behalf of the city and the amount of money that he brought in. And, you know, naturally, it's millions of dollars. Sure. So if you were thinking, I mean, he had six <laughs> pages of it. You know? I, honest to God, it was the best flyer. I said, I, I came home and I started laughing. I said, even me with, with a political acumen, I wouldn't run against the guy. Right, right. <laughs> you wouldn't have a chance. Yeah. Well, I but, do appreciate uh, people who, who campaign in years they don't have opponents. Yeah. yeah. I th not only is it smart politics, I think he, I think it's... Um, reflective of an appreciation of the voters. Yeah. Yeah, get that. I, uh, the last one is, Chris, remember the book I gave you, uh, The History of Islam? Yes, I, I do. I, yeah. That, that came out of the uh, the city's uh, Republican, uh, president of the city Republican committee, whatever that title was called. His name was Walter Smetana. Now, he passed away. He was a neighbor of mine. But just a quick story, give sure. me a half a minute. Sure. Uh, he, he was just a nonchalant guy. He'd walk up down the street, get his new paper at Cumberland's Farm, and I'd say, hello, Walter, and that'd be it. One day, he came knocking on my door. She said, hey, can you give me help changing uh, some batteries in my smoke detectors? He, he was always like in his 80s. Okay. I said, sure. So I went over to his house. He had three working typewriters, right? This R guy was in who's who in the world, right? Really? And brilliant guy. He started SMTI, okay? Oh, wow. And, and uh, he was like two houses down, and I never knew this. He said, I need some help cleaning out the cellar. He had like 300 boxes lined along the cellar. He said, I'm looking for my father's World War I medals. Can you help me? I said, sure. I opened the first box, and there's a flyer of me, of mine. Really? 1970. We, we were watching you. We, we thought you were kind of conservative being a Democrat. <laughs> right. <So we laughs> saved, they saved everything. Wow. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, Walter Smetana, great guy. Uh, but when he did pass, his family offered me all his books and his library, and that's how you got that book. I Thanks. read most of the ones. Some of them were way over my head. <laughs> I gave them to the library, and uh, a few other people asked for certain ones. But uh, just to remember him a little bit around this time of year. No, I appreciate but, that. Hey, just while we have you, Tom, uh, is there anybody else? Because um, Peter Barney passed away. Uh, yes. I, I don't think we got a chance to reflect on him. Um, maybe you did when Scott was in. Um, but that, that's a that's a major loss of knowledge to the city. 
Yeah, he, uh, he, he, we used to call him Oz. <laughs> I, 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 I'd call into the cabinet and say, is Oz there? Because you, yeah. you could ask him a question and he, he'd be able to tell you and run it down for you. He really did. He was a, he yeah, ran he was a, ran a very good. nice guy. Very nice Great guy. guy. Yep. yep. All right, thanks, Tom. Thanks, thanks Tom. Always. Appreciate yeah. it. Yes, yes. Bye. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you? Good. good. How are you doing? Good. Great show. I'm looking forward to the debate Friday. I think no matter what happens, I'm not sure how long it is. I think it might be a half hour, but <clears throat> however it goes, I don't think it's, it can't compare to uh, the great debate that you guys had the other week with uh, the sheriff and then Paul DeRue. I appreciate that. Thank <clears throat> you. It's certainly going to come in second as, as debates go. But uh, what <clears throat> my comment is I was following those threads with that controversy. I didn't quite understand it all. And then he's just going back and forth and back and forth. I, I know he feels he's the smartest guy in the room, but I, I'm not sure why he would just go back and forth with that lady on his website to have to get the last word in. Yeah, but it wasn't I think a good this, look. That really bothered me. Yeah, and, and I'd like to 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 get your uh, your comments on it also, because going back to the debate you had, I believe he, he when he was accusing the sheriff of complaints that he had against them. Mm -hmm. He made the statement that as mayor, I've never had a labor or or case against me or complaint against no, me. No, no, no. He, he said he never lost one. He never lost one, which was true at that time. Right. Now that's not true. Well, that, now that is no longer true. So well-timed debate on, 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 on his part, on, on our part, I guess. So. Oh, so he was aware of that, but he didn't... Uh, yeah, so it goes to the state... He didn't... Uh, Describe it or mention that. Yeah, so these decisions go to the state labor board. They make they have a hearing officer that makes a decision on it, um, uh, and they they either find the person to be in violation or not in violation. Uh, at that time, Sheriff Hodgins had some violations. I don't know if Mayor Mitchell has, but Mayor Rowe so hadn't had a I violation don't know if yet. Paul had been notified yet of the decision at the, that time. It wouldn't have been incumbent upon him to tell us. I don't think that would have been reasonable. No, um, at the time. So I, I would take him. The decision apparently, I think Barry said it came out on the twenty fourth anyway. Yeah. So at the time, it was it, that was true. He didn't have an he didn't have an unfair labor uh, a, a, a loss. Right. Um, my, so so my, 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 what happens to him now? Is there any culpability or sanctions? There's or, a po uh, there's a posting. They have to post this thing that says I will I will be a better guy with labor. Basically, you know, I it's don't like a few, know if there's any civil damages there. I doubt I, it. I doubt it. Um, and that would be it's the losses. It's it is, I mean, there's no there's no nothing. I mean, I I don't I, I think that. If I was those people involved, I'd be happy with my decision, and I'd just move on. Um, it's it's not good. I, I think that it was a very immature thing to be involved in. I'm sure he's learned his lesson. Um, uh -huh. you, you, but it doesn't reflect well on him at all that that he got sucked in, sucked into that thing. I mean, you got my my opinion is I can't imagine Mayor Mitchell or Mayor Scott Lang, or any of those people, getting involved in any of that stuff, and so. I think it's below his job, and he, he, I know, I, I can't imagine he doesn't, I think he even said it on Barry today, he wishes he'd never done it, but but he did, and he did. There he, it is. He said it was a mistake, that he, he made a mistake, basically. I, I see. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks, you, my Jen, friend. I'm looking forward to the debate. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Um, I mean, look, these, these things, um, if you're an elected official, please learn from this. Or maybe don't. Please don't. Maybe I don't know. Um, you, you should stay away from Facebook. I deleted my Facebook. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you I can't don't, I don't go on it anymore. Nothing good comes of it. Yeah. 
Um, I got I got basically got off, and I I, yeah. I don't go on anymore. I don't basically like it. because I couldn't. My I, I, it's a barrel of crabs. So I I lost my password. I couldn't figure it out. Whatever, and I I just don't care. And and yeah, right. So I. I mean, it was it was helpful to me. I was I liked it when I was in the hospital, but I'm not in the hospital anymore, sure. right? And um, I'd rather just talk on the phone or text people, whatever that I know. Um, the um, I was I was shocked at the um, the cruelty, actually, that people feel very comfortable with. Yeah, people on Facebook, uh, right? People, people, the, um, you you folks. I, I don't want to dwell on it, but you no. can't imagine. Some of the stuff that was said to me when I was so sick. It was awful. I'm, you know, Jack Splane, she had something with Jack Splane, and he just said, who was very good to me, a very good friend to me in the hospital and things. He wrote a lot of nice articles, but he would come visit me, and he, I said to him, I would, you know, I was just shocked by it, really, quite frankly. And he said, Chris, you just forget about it. I said, well, I, you know, I, I said, I just can't believe people are this weird. Like, they don't realize that lives forever, you know, and that I'm going to live forever. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I didn't die forever, then. Yeah, right? exactly. So, anyway, but um, Facebook doesn't help anybody. And um, I deleted it. Um, partly, like, some of it is because, like, I don't know, maybe what that woman posted was really offensive. Uh, but, like, and maybe she shouldn't have said that either. Um but she's but no, she's not an elected official. She's not the mayor. Yeah, right. exactly. She's I mean, just got to play. She's just it. a person who squabbles on Facebook. Right, and there's that's a what lot she of is. It. That's because she didn't. She's not even particularly aggrieved by this situation. She's just the wife of somebody who doesn't like the mayor. Correct. And so she decided she was going to comment some crappy comments about it, which makes it the story a little confusing. Because at first, you think it's her husband involved, but it's not. But it's not. Then it becomes her husband. I just uh, I know. I just never see the point of doing any of that, you know, like, like just commenting BS like that. It's, it's no, not, listen, it, you know, no one sees that like, yeah, good point. Glad you said it. No, it, what so, happens is I screenshot it and I send it to you and, and, and other right. people and we laugh at those people. Right. No, exactly. <laughs> you know? There was a, there was a, and I don't normally watch South Park. I mean, but I do occasionally watch it because I do think it's funny. Their commentaries. And they had a, a commentary today, literally today, at some point this afternoon, about people who are trolls on, on social media. Yeah. And then, then they, and it, I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing. I had other stuff to do. But I thought, this is really funny. It's mm -hmm. coming out today, right? Um, that um, people who just on social media all the time. And, you know, again, I, I, I do think it has. So, for instance, I do think it is important now. One of the reasons I, I do like social media is, you find it if anyone you know passed away or if someone's sick, things like that. There is some helpful parts to it. But you can see in this case with Paul Haru, if he could just go back in time, you know he would. Yeah. He never would have bothered. You know, the the real unfortunate part, Marcus, is he actually had stopped the conversation. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Then he, you know, it stewed. Yeah. Yep. He stewed a little bit. And he said, oh, I got to get the last word. And he went yeah. back, right? And, you know, he just... Terrible. 508-996-0500. Welcome back. Welcome back. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's hey, going how's on? Going? Hey, how's it going? Good. Okay. Hey, uh, this morning uh, I uh, called into Tim's show and I talked uh, to the mayor. I asked him, uh, since you guys seem to feel that if Maura Healy wins, she's going to be 
uh, tapping him for something up at the state house. The next election that's going to be the most important is the new mayor. And so I asked him, uh, what did he... If there is a new mayor. Well, if he does leave, which you guys yeah. seem to indicate. Right. If I were him, I would leave because I think after a while you should move on. Uh, not every two years like uh, Mr. LaRue, but, you know. But nonetheless, I asked well, him about uh, shortening the four-year term. I was and listening. He, yeah, and he was, he, was, he was very much against it, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now now he's, he's against it. I thought he had a good answer. I thought <laughs> I, no, I didn't no, hear no, it no, no, he's in favor of keeping a four-year term. No, no, yes, yes, he Yeah, was, but he, was, yeah. he wasn't in favor of the four-year term when it was on the ballot. Oh, was yes, he? he was. That's who put it on the ballot. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was John but, Mitchell's whole campaign. Yes, he said he wasn't going to yes. run. But yeah. nonetheless, now that he yeah. he may very well not be here, we have a big election coming up with the new mayor if he leaves, okay? And uh, I, I thought from you gentlemen that you guys thought the four years was too much, and it does take I away do from much. interest in, in the election when you don't mm -hmm. have a mayor election coming up. Every exactly. Time. So I said maybe three... Uh, but no, uh, he was very adamant in a, in a, in a nice way that uh, he thought it was four years was essential. Uh, is the mayor of Fall River four years? He said everybody yeah. is. Mayor of uh, Fall River is four years. Yeah, yeah. But, but they have that foolish recall over there, which they're always yeah, using, yeah, which yeah. is a dangerous yeah, yeah. prospect. Yeah, yeah, I don't it like is, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think if you're, I, I think what you guys are trying to do is get more people involved. Absolutely. There's yeah. nothing that gets anybody involved. 10% turnout the last uh, election with the mayor not on the ballot. 10%. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, having a mayor's race more often, whether it be two years or three years, I think would be helpful in getting people involved in the process and voting and taking an interest. And if you guys uh, do what you've done with the sheriff's race to get people interested and have debates and stuff. Oh, we will. Have you yes. done? Yeah. I think that'll be a tremendous help. Uh, yeah. I don't like the four-year myself. It's a powerful city government plan as it as it as it is without having the the four years. I think the mayor has to have some sort of whether he be Mitchell or Lang or Chris McCarthy. Okay, <laughs> uh, he has to have some check over him, some sort of Damocles, if you will, that if something is wrong. Uh, he will face the wrath of the voters sooner than four years. Uh, if you can elect a uh, congressman for two years, every two years, I don't understand why a mayor has to be four years. Yeah, I think in Vermont, your gov the governor's uh, two-year term. You're correct about that, yeah. Marcus. You are correct. Well, that's Vermont. I, <laughs> I, um, I thought he was adamant about the four years today. Yes. Um, I was listening yeah. to, your, to your question. I, I, I thought it was an excellent question. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the kind words about us. Um, the um, the mayor was strongly opposed, I even it. if he was leaving, yes. to making any change to that four-year yep. uh, question. Yes. Um, now, the thing is, the voters just put it in a few years ago. Um, Four years ago, yeah. right? Or no, six years ago. Six years ago now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was the mayor um, and his political team that, that got that question oh, yeah. on the ballot. Oh, no, I'm sure, no question. Yeah. The Mitchell machine, no question. Yeah, and he... Um, his arguments were pretty strong. Um, I, well, I didn't. Agree, I agree that they need the time um, to settle it up, especially a new mayor. That things take time. I do agree with him on all of that. Um, well, but I didn't like the fact that he said every other mayor has it that way in Massachusetts. Like, who cares? But yeah, yeah I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Exactly. It's what we do here. Right. Uh, yeah. Again, I think you, the former government we have, uh, the the. the City council can huff and pluff and blow their house down about what's going on, and nothing gets done nothing. with this form of government the way without the mayor. So to add on to that, a four years, maybe uh, someone not as 
intelligent as John Mitchell, you might be stuck with a guy for four years that you really, <laughs> or a lady that you really don't want. I agree yeah. with you. I think and, I think it's a big concern. Yeah, and if you're going to bring democracy, and there's no re- the and there is no recall. Involved, no. You're going to get people involved. No, yeah, you're going to get people involved. You're going to have them feel like they get some uh, money in the game. You know, if uh, again, like I say, with the city council, their role is somewhat limited. So uh, that's the only check that you have on the mayor. That all right, maybe not two. Would he, would Mayor Mitchell, uh, you know, compromise and go three? Well, yeah. I don't think how you. I don't see how you do it three. Doesn't, it doesn't um, work. It well, doesn't you're going to get a, a group of people up against, uh, you know. <laughs> to, to, to push for it. Only obviously. municipal elections and, and, and really your, three years. Your, your program God. would be the perfect program to push for. <laughs> only, only town, only like not municipal. Only town elections have three-year terms. Right. Mostly, it's right. mostly. Um, I, I just think if you're trying to get people involved and feel that they have a stake in the game, uh, you can't have a four-year mayor again. I, I think it should be two. I, I agree. I, I think it, I, I agree on the two-year term because. I don't like recalls. I think recalls. If you look at Fall River, you see they're a disaster. Yeah. Um, Comes again. But. I think the big concern is that you could elect a guy who's got a good story. We've been lucky here. Fred Kalis, Scott yep. Lang, yep. John Mitchell. Yep. But you're not always lucky. Yeah. Right? Yep. You yep. could you could have a resignation. you could have, there's a variety of things you could see happen that you suddenly get stuck with a guy who's a bad, bad, bad operator, you well, know? I, I just hope that it would give the people a feeling that they have some control over who's in the, uh, not a corner office anymore, but the top floor office. Uh, some sort of way that they can, you know, put a little gentle pressure on the mayor to do one thing or another, not go through. You, know, you could have somebody that's a complete dictator. Oh, yeah. You know? could and have. I a, don't think you want that. No, you don't. I mean, you, you could have someone that, that takes the job and goes on vacation for four years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you really could. Well, well, well who's that lady in uh, somewhere in Rhode Island where the city council uh, voted yeah, to remove her? Exactly. <laughs> uh, it was uh, uh, Woonsocket. The, um, yep. I mean, you could have that. You could have them. Um, they could become the mayor and then run for Congress. I mean, there's a million things you could have happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the ways, possibly, and I know people won't probably like this, but you could increase the salary for the city council. Um, I think if you increase the salary, um, you'd get more candidates running, which would draw well, more interest in the race. Is, is fine. Again, the, the form of government they have, it's a strong form of government yes. for a mayor. We don't have, you know, hey, if, if you feel that way, you want consistency, hire a town uh, city manager. You know? <laughs> could do the could way. do the Plan B government like Worcester, right? Where the where the mayor is elected by the city council is basically the city council president, right? Yep. Yeah. But you, you'd have to make... Charter changes to do that. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be a, that would be a major overhaul. Right. I, yeah. I'd like to see some change to make the man. He doesn't have to be John Mitchell less powerful. That he has to have some sort of check and balance with the city council and not just blow him off or something like that. Where you know, there, there, there's really a, a back and forth. Not well. This is the way I want it. And if you don't want, if you want to get a street light fixed in your your, your ward, you better do what I tell you. You know that sort of stuff. Who's it? Let's let's say John Mitchell's not running. Before we let you go, let's say let's say John Mitchell's not running. Who's your who's your mayoral candidate? Who, who's the um? Who, I mean, who do you think should be the next mayor? Uh, I don't know if you want to come back. Okay. But uh, Scott Lang would be a good choice if he wanted to come back. Yeah, we were trying to talk him into it, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be very, well, very he's interesting. A, he's a guy he, he followed, I think, at Cincinnati in, uh, in Roman history or something like that. He comes and he does his job, and then he goes back to his, uh, his uh, regular work. Yes. Yeah. And I think the, the Founding Fathers had that idea about all our, uh, our elected officials, that yes. they shouldn't be there forever. 
that sort of thing. I'm, I'm not trying to hurt uh, no. Sheriff Tom now. Right, <laughs> right. No, no, but I, there's a lot of merit to that. That's how you get people involved. I also think that when you've stepped away for a couple of years, you get a new perspective on things. Oh, it's one of the yeah. reasons why I like Jane Gonzalez, who's been out for a couple that's, of years now, a as, a, as a possible ne- uh, mayor in the mm-hmm. future, yeah. if she'd wanted to run for it. Yeah. You know, she was in the city council for a long time, now she's over the county, um, but she's had a perspective. She's been away from it. Yeah. I, I, I understand. Even Scott Lang, I know when he started, if I correct me, Chris, he thought he was going to do, do, do the job part-time. He'd go into his office and do a little thing, then go there, and then right. he found out... <laughs> As smart as he is, you, right. no, you can't do that. It's a full-time job. You know? oh, yeah. it, am, I, am I right on that? I agree. No, yeah. I agree with you. It, yeah. it, it is a much, it's a cons- all-consuming job. It really is. But I, I'd like to see, you know, it come down. If not two, maybe the mayor, membership could compromise and say, okay, we'll go for a three and, you know, try to get some moderation there because you could get somebody in there who's a slug for a long time you and really you can't could. get rid of him, you know, and he could have uh, bad political motivations instead of good ones, you know. Yeah. So. All right, fellas. Thanks, I, my friend. Thanks, thanks, for thanks for the call. Okay, Appreciate take it. Take care, guys. But hopefully, Marcus and I will be able to drum up more interest in the city races. Well, we will be able to. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to be able to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we need good candidates. Hey, Hank. Maybe Hank can run. Hank, do you want Hank. to run for mayor? <laughs> no, thank you. I live in a Christian, so That's I, I wouldn't be eligible. So I just want to say my life is complete. Marcus told all the listeners that he enjoyed the banter with the mayor and myself during the years that I had yes. to do it. Right. And, yes. and I don't know if it's because I was the clown in that duet between myself <laughs> and the mayor, but at least I got sent to I remember Marcus. when you said, uh, nothing happens until we embarrass you. <laughs> 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 vividly that remember was that. Yeah. He's, still, he's still there and I'm not. So I guess he won <laughs> at that point. Um, the, the reason for my call, I got to point out some, some excellent points that you raised, Marcus, tonight. You had talked about uh, Sheriff Hodgson had a DLR complaint against him um, for basically the same thing uh, about an employee, how he coerced the union president or the at roll call. If I remember right, that was about 20 years ago. And yeah. you had said that you had said that he is ne- he hasn't gotten any endorsements from the correctional officers up until this race. Yes, he not only has got the correctional officers Mokufu endorsement, he got the endorsement of the union that represents the rank. He got the endorsement of the uh, custodial workers, and he got the endorsement of the union that represents all the civilians, all in his Bristol County Sheriff's Department. Sure. First time ever in his campaign, and I think that that shows the great leader that he has evolved into, that he is able to now have them all come forward and say he has made that an environment that they all want to work at. Um, whereas Mayor Haru's complaint is recent. It's now. And he was just telling us during the debate he's got a good relationship with his local labor unions. And come to find out that's not true. So I think that that gives the sheriff some incredible credit. Just because, just because that one guy doesn't like him doesn't mean the rest of the union so Well, no, that's it's not just one guy. It's uh, he he says that he hasn't lost any unfair labor practices, but that doesn't go to how many cases were filed against him and were resolved by the attorneys. In fact, in that one case with the firefighter, that was resolved the night before it went to an arbitration case. And in an arbitration case, if you cancel the last minute. Fees still have to be paid to the arbitrator, usually in the form of a couple thousand dollars, and it would get split between the union and the city. Okay. So he says it didn't cost anything. It did cost something. It cost the amount he had to pay his attorneys, and it cost the money that it, for, to cancel that arbitration case. So just because his lawyers are, have the ability to resolve cases 
doesn't mean he's not losing cases. Fair enough. Good so, point. I, uh, I think I think you you guys are bringing up some excellent points in this race, and and you're right. This is this is going to be the race of of our area, and we're going to have to live with the consequences. You were just talking about four year terms for this is a six this is six years. Yes, I, I, I do have a I, I do have an issue with that. I've been thinking about that a lot, and I, I don't like that either. It's honestly. an odd. Well, it's weird. I, I think yeah. I think we're we're fortunate in that. I think Tom Hunch is doing a great job, but if you do get somebody in there that's not doing a good job, you're stuck with them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's it's um they have had situations in other counties where um the like Middlesex County at one point they had a sheriff named McGonagall. He was literally letting his gangster friends just walk out the door. Yeah. He was giving them weekend passes. Not. I mean, you're not allowed to do that anymore. I don't think. Right. Well, but if no one knows you're doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. In other words, in other words. They were running, I mean, and there have been other horror stories around the around the state. Not here. We're lucky here. But up around, uh, you know, other, other in other counties, there have been horror stories of, of, of um, what sheriffs have let people do, um, you, food going out. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Right. Terrible. Well, the, the amount of money that they bring in, that the sheriff's departments bring in between grants, uh, uh, federal funding, the ability that they have to help all the local cities and towns, they carry some huge weight. I know it's being downplayed that they should just be running a correctional facility, but they carry some huge weight. That's a very impressive position, and I'm glad you guys are focusing on it. So, thank hey, you. Thanks, Hank. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. All right, thanks, thanks, Hank. Appreciate it. Let's actually take this break. Sure. 1420 WB. The Off Air Podcast. Yeah, it's really good. Right. I was just telling Marcus the history. <laughs> anyway, so um, we. Um, yeah, there have been problems around. I, I don't know, Marcus, I don't know where the six-year term comes from for sheriff. Like, I don't really like it. Um, it's a long time. I don't like six-year terms for senators either, honestly. For U.S. senators, yeah. Yeah, I don't really like that either. Um, it is a... Um, it's too long. I don't... I mean, I can't even explain the, the, the reason why. I don't know why. It, it, you know, it used to be, Marcus, that the, that the sheriff lived at the jail. So when David Nelson was the sheriff, his family lived at the jail. Really? There was a house attached to the jail. I was friends with his daughter. They lived at the jail. It's terrible. That was how it worked. Well, back then, the, the sheriff had to be available 24 hours a day, so yeah, yeah. he would come out, you know, at night, pick up the prisoner, whatever, right? So they, that jail is so old. It's like a very old-style type of, yeah. And like, that jail's really old. Yeah, right, right? yeah, yeah. So, so the New Bedford House of Correction, because I'll never forget, Kathleen Nelson was a friend of mine. She died, sadly, of breast cancer. Um... She had her, I think, her graduation party, and the newspapers went after her family and her father as a sheriff for saying, well, you had the party at the jail, and they're like, that's our house. Yeah, right. That's where we live. <laughs> yeah, right? right. You know, you may not realize that, but we live there. And um, Sheriff Dabrowski, he lived there. Um, I, don't, I can't name any other sheriffs before that, but um, I, David Nelson was the first one to move out of there, as far as I know. Okay. Um, which would have been... Um, in the nineties, right? Um, he may have moved out earlier than that, but yeah, but he left in ninety seven. Yeah. yeah. So, but at least because Kathleen was my age, so in the eighties they lived there. Yeah. In the jail, um, which had to have been a frightening experience, right? Yeah, I mean, living in the. I mean, I would think it would. You yeah. know, um, I was there for the riot they had. Um, you know, but I wasn't in the jail, obviously, folks, but. They were, I mean, that was a big deal. Um, we had, uh, there was a, 
David Nelson had the riot. I mean, it was a bad riot. Um, and um, some of those prisoners have got some serious jail time. It was a real problem. But yeah. anyway. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break. The Beastie Boys. They're all dead, I think. One of them died. One of them of died. Yeah, one of them died of cancer, at least. Um, but you know, they were at the, they were at the the era of rap music or era of music in general, where they were still selling records and tapes, yeah. right? So they made a fortune. That's coming back, is it? In a way, I mean, vinyls. I, I have a record player. I think vinyls a better listening experience. Um, I also bought my mother a CD player. That's nice. also a radio, so she might be listening to the show on right. that on nice. that right now, actually. So um, I don't CDs aren't necessarily coming back, although some people do have CDs like my mother. They do have CDs that they play, um, but vinyl is. So the other day at dialysis, I I, I listened. To, I was listening to YouTube, and you can find whole albums. So on YouTube, right? It's yeah. free. Um, I was I listened to. Um, uh, Pyromania, which is Def Leppard's 1983 album. Cool. And I was laughing to myself because I got that tape for my 12th birthday. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right yeah, 1983, yeah. I was 12 years old. Yeah. And um, I got that tape. I loved, you know, we loved Def Leppard. They were a big group then. And there was a huge, huge, but I remember thinking to myself, wow, they sold a lot of tapes, right? Yeah. Say artists don't sell like that. No, it's all downloads. Right. So they're not making any money, I don't think. No, very little money. I don't know how it works. They make money off of shows. That's where they make all their shows, money. Shows is where they make their money. And so sponsorships. When I, when I was getting, coming up at, you know, when, when I got to high school, middle school, like high school, high school, I went to, started getting, you could go to rock concerts because they were like 15 bucks yeah. for tickets. Yeah. And they were, everyone had bought the record already or the tape or the CD. So they were just touring to support it. It was all extra money. So the tape, the, the prices were a lot less. Yeah. And you know, they made it up on t-shirts, stuff like that. But today they're really expensive to go see an act. Yeah. Yeah. No, some, some are, some are more expensive than others. Uh, but I used to do like friends used to go to concert. We used to go to concerts all the time when we were like our early twenties ish. Yep. And yeah, I used to buy the ticket. Right. My friend would sneak in. Great Woods? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you jumped the wall. Back then it was the, no, it was the Comcast Center. Oh, Comcast. I did go, the, my very first concert was Aerosmith and Run DMC. That's when it was the Tweeter Center, Yeah, actually. Um, but I think it was the Tweeter Center. That's what my dad called it, the Tweeter Center. It was. Center. I remember it when it was the Tweeter Center. I yeah. do remember that. Tweeter's not even a company anymore. Right. And then it was Comcast, and now it's, it's something else. Xfinity Center? Xfinity Center, yeah. It was, um, yeah. we used to jump the wall there. It was the greatest that's, thing in the world. That's what my friends did. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my friends did. It was the greatest thing. I saw tons. You know what? The best thing would be sneaking through the woods. It was anticlimactic when you get over the wall, really. Yeah, right. I remember, I remember sneaking through the woods while Stevie Ray Vaughan was playing, right? It was crazy. And uh, for, he was opening for Eric Clapton. Yeah. So I got a lot of concerts up there. But again, we just did it for the fun of it. We yeah. could have afforded the tickets. Yeah, because no, so we did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we did the same 